Hey guys, just before we start, we want to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri, Woiwurrung and Bunurong peoples of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Sovereignty was never ceded. that actually I loved it you committed so much more than me to that um and i fully support it uh welcome to the pod guys this is actually i loved it this is the podcast where we watch mediocre cinema and find things to absolutely love about it or find things to lie about loving about it will you be able to know the truth who knows sometimes we don't who knows (laughs) (laughs) Uh, my name is katie nethercoat and i'm kayla hamill um, Sorry, and, I did. I did a little pose for everybody. There was at like home. a little, there was a little, a little shoulder, and I'm Kayla. Hamill. A little shoulder action. Um, <laughs> that's actually reminded me. I feel like I have a little PSA for everyone yeah. before we jump into the meat of this actual. Um, I feel like I feel like it's really relevant to people's interests, people who enjoy this pod, mm-hmm. you and I, mm-hmm. um, people who are fans of uh, copious amounts of Dalmatians. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to say that I did spend. $35 to watch Cruella on the weekend and it fucking slaps. Really? I loved it. Oh, it was fun. Great. It was very stupid. Yes. But it was also, again, fun and really pretty. And so I don't know if I can recommend anyone to spend $35 on that. But oh. like, if you need a little watch or if you want to wait till August, well, I'd pick say me up. it. It's uh, worth it's the wait, but also fun. get it. I, I'm glad you said that because I was very much on <laughs> on my toes. I was on the the train line. What's it called? I was on the fence. On the fence about that movie because I loved the cartoon version of Cruella. Mm, um, mm, an and, icon. And I just wasn't sure if Emma Stone could fulfill that. But it's obviously yeah. about Cruella. It focuses more on on her so maybe we get do we get a little bit more info about her her life oh yeah oh, it's her origin story yeah. baby. oh my god we love an origin story and there are sometimes. actual fun thematic background things there are really really dumb choices that don't make any sense but you know what baby i love them fuck yeah i wouldn't have it any other way also the fashion it. is 60s and i just genuinely was very here for the production design so. yeah great um that's my little PSA Thank you going so in. Much. We're culturally relevant, which is why we're about to talk about a film from 2002. <laughs> a couple of years ago. Just a stud throw away. Um, this week I nominated us to watch the 2002 American-Australian film Ghost Ship. <laughs> oh, my God. 
recommended recommended by one of our listeners yes recommended by kim thank you kim for the suggestion so that means you have to be you have to be extra nice about it because this wasn't my idea i'm i don't even need to try bitch (laughs) yes all right let's get into some information shall we please um, all right, so the film, again, came out in 2002, directed by Steve Beck, written by Mark Hanlon and John Pogue, starring Gabriel Byrne, Juliana Margules, uh, Ron Eldar, Desmond Harrington, Isaiah Washington, Carl Urban, and Emily Browning. Mm. Here is the summary, as per Rotten Tomatoes, as is tradition. <laughs> I have not read it before. (laughs) In a remote region of the Bering Sea, a boat salvage crew discovers the eerie remains of a grand passenger liner thought lost for more than 40 years. But once on board, the eerie, cavernous ship, the crew of the Arctic Warrior, discovers that the decaying vessel is anything but deserted. It's home to something more deadly and horrific than anything they've encountered in all their years at sea. I feel like I wish they'd said ghost ship more in that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit disappointing, really. It's a bit disappointing. Whatever. Uh, the Rotten Tomato score is a solid 16. Stunning. Percent. That's what we want. We want a we sweet like 16. It. I love a sweet 16. <laughs> um, and it was rated MA, which we all know stands for... Mutual Agriculture. <laughs> We all know that. We all know that. Uh, You all said at home, I know, we all joined in, it was great. Um, (laughs) Fucking hell. Do you want to hear what the critics had to say? I need to, please hurry. (laughs) Uh, Trevor Johnston from Time Out said, The final real plots are course smack between predictable and sheer idiocy. Yeah. Yes. Sheer idiocy is, oh my God, ping, ping, ping. Is that a problem? that no no not I, at all you've just you have just told us you watched Cruella and you said it was stupid so many times but you fucking mm, loved it so yeah no it's the best obviously uh Daniel Etherington from film four said B movies can be better than this B movies I assume he's talking about the B movie and you know what <laughs> I might agree I was gonna say is there more than one B movie because where is it <laughs> <laughs> is there a sequel that we don't Oh, know? my God. <sighs> I need it now. Oh, my God, Do Jerry. I need it? Yes. Ah, yes, I've okay. answered it for you. We need it. <laughs> um, and then Kim Newman from Empire Magazine says, Director Beck loses it with techno-scored flashbacks. <gasps> Note, techno isn't scary and blow up the place gimmickry. I will say it's not techno, it's hip-hop, and I know that. <laughs> because I had the subtitles on and it said hip-hop music plays. So go fuck yourself. (laughs) Get out of here, Kim. Get out of here. You don't even know. You don't even know. (laughs) You don't even know your music. Do you know who might know, though? Who? The people. The people. Capital P. The (laughs) people. All right, so this was from Sylvester K. Again, Rotten Tomatoes, like community comments rating look they basically sponsor the show at this point they absolutely do not sponsor the show um but if they shut down guys it's gonna be it's gonna be rough it's gonna Um, be rough for us it's gonna be yeah we're in rough waters guys uh sylvester k says a very confusing film there seems to be no plot whatsoever the flashbacks are dreadful 
Not to mention the special effect. Spare me, please. Oh my god, no thank you. When was this written, this review? Oh, I don't have the date in here, unfortunately. Because oh, I'm going to say, so I was pleasantly surprised by the special <laughs> effects, given that it was 2002. I would like it noted uh, that he did say special effect. <laughs> <laughs> there was only one. So I think he must have been convinced by everything else. Yeah. And then oh there was just God. one yes. that he was like, oh, not That doesn't work for me. <laughs> Um, Alright, this was an anonymous review, but I felt like it was worth including. This film is somehow too long and yet too short at the same time. Overall, it's not very interesting, but the filmmakers are trying to tell a more detailed story, but they simply don't show enough of it to make any sense. Hmm. That, That review didn't make sense. Didn't make a lot. I promise I didn't stumble over any words. That, that was a lot of back and forth. It was a bit like a tennis match, that review. Yeah. A lot of, lot of back and forth. Um, this is what Dean G said, nice and succinct. Mm-hmm. This movie is bottom of the sea trash juice. <laughs> trash juice? Bottom of the sea trash oh juice? Oh my god, wouldn't that just be salt water? <laughs> <laughs> Try and say trash juice. Trash <laughs> juice. Trash juice. Trash juice. Trash juice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have one last one from Terry S. Oh my god, Terry's. The Terry's or just like one singular Terry S? One singular Terry Can S. we just say it's from the Terry's? <laughs> it's from the Terry's. Yeah, great. And they say, sure, it could have been better, but what couldn't? Not a bad spooker at all. <laughs> oh my god, that really tickles me, spooker. <laughs> I know, it just feels like the right energy to have in this space. Yeah. Um, I'm so curious. Oh my god. After hearing all of that, 16% on Rotten Tomatoes, mm. what did you think? All right. <clears throat> I actually I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it, <laughs> if you couldn't understand that. <laughs> I couldn't, but here we are. Excellent. Hey, uh, okay. Can I, I love to hear that. <laughs> okay, I know this isn't about pirates at all, but can I tell you my favourite pirate joke? <laughs> Always. I mean, I know this movie's not about pirates, really, but okay. Yes. What's what's a pirate's favourite letter? Is it R? Yeah, I think it's the R, but it's really the C. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, your face has gone deadpan. Um, <laughs> okay, don't slow clap. <laughs> Slow claps are meant to get faster. They're not meant to get slower. <laughs> what if every clap, like a, a thunderous applause, it just slows it really down? Like it's a fade out oh, of just... Terrifying. <laughs> I would be so scared. Like, are you guys turning on me It now? immediately turns from an audience to a mob. You know what I mean? Oh, obviously. <laughs> um, all right. Tell me why you loved this movie. Um, I loved it, it because it was a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> I found myself, um, this is one of the uh, uh, first movies during this podcast where I've yelled out loud a lot, <gasps> oh. which has been very exciting for me. Okay. Um, I Love a strong emotional response. Yeah, I had a very strong emotional response to this yes. film. Um, I think the first one was, I got creepy romance vibes, Mm -hmm. um, and then immediately was reminded of The Shining. 
Like the interior of the boat was the shining. So I was like, totally. oh, what is this creepy, weird romance? It, like knowing that it was a horror. And then when we go into the interior, I was like, because I've recently <laughs> watched The Shining and amazing, um, which I fucking loved. And so then good, seeing yeah. that, I was like, oh, my God, like this aesthetic is so pleasing to me. I realized yeah. that I really love hotels or sort of um, 1960s sets. Oh, where so like good. I don't know why because they're kind of dorky but maybe that's mm. why I love it yeah um, I feel exactly the same way yeah and then my next note so these are my first three notes was uh oh my god rank so <laughs> it there was a lot happening within like the first 10 minutes of this film where yeah where <laughs> like, they get sliced <laughs> Should we? I feel like Ooh. it almost needs the opening sequence Ooh. almost needs to be discussed. You need to talk as a yeah. separate entity totally. from like the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Just so you know, this this sequence comes up on like all time best moments in horror cinema lists. Oh like it's very highly regarded, and so then everyone good. goes, "But you don't have to watch the don't rest watch of the movie. Don't watch the rest of the movie. And don't that watch I say, it when they're talking. It's your choice. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about the opening sequence. I'm interested in your thoughts as someone who presumably hasn't seen it before. Haven't. No, I haven't. This is the first time that I saw it. So I... Um, Walk us through also those people who may be listening who haven't seen the movie before. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it opens up, again, with creepy romance vibes. And that's mm. um, purely based on the soundtrack, the the movie soundtrack, which <laughs> would, I was like, oh, my God, this is like parent trap gone wrong. Um, and then what you're witnessing is, uh, this huge ship, um, which is called, I wrote it down, (laughs) the Antonia Graza. Um, so these people are going from Italy to America, I believe. Mm. Um, and so there's this big, uh, dance happening. It seems like it's a ballroom kind of situation. People are having a lovely time. It's probably Mm. one of those events that the crew have set up to like make sure people don't get bored um (laughs) and so there's this beautiful italian singer with a beautiful band behind them um making like singing some romantic tunes and then we see on the deck there's a little girl who uh is by themselves looking very sad um she's so bored she's so bored and then the crew are trying to like be cute with her and like give her some fun toys and then um the captain invites her to dance and Mm. then it like fucking turns so (laughs) all of a sudden you see like this shadowed figure walk towards what i'm assuming is like uh the anchor line or something like that something that reels in like maybe big fishing nets or the anchor so it's like this thin but very strong metal line slash wire (laughs) and oh my god like they press a button or whatever the fuck it starts reeling in and then like all of these people are in the way of it getting reeled in and so they're essentially just like fucking sliced in half and then this little girl who's tiny doesn't get sliced in half because she's a tiny human. It's too short. And she, like, you see this scene where everybody's, like, still alive, but their bodies are sliced off them and they're freaking <laughs> out. 
And then there's this scene where the little girl is holding onto the captain, like hugging him and he's hugging her. Then you look up and the captain's head has been half sliced off and then she screams. And that is the opening. And it's fucking solid. It's a solid opening. It's actually really solid. It's so good. It's so, so fucking good. I screamed. And then I was like, oh my God, this is rank. It's so fucking disgusting, but so good. Oh. I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed the opening scene. I loved it. Um, Ollie had also never seen the film before, right? And he'd never seen that scene. And he's like, "Have we got the right movie on? Because it's got <laughs> it's like very fancy good. pink titles." And he's like, "What's going on?" Yeah. And then, bam! Oh my god, it's so good. I realize how much I I appreciate a very solid opening because mm. I watched. What did I watch? My best friend's wedding last night. Yeah. And have you seen that? recently so the opening is um a song it's like these bridesmaids and they're in just like a full pink room and they're singing like lip-syncing a song i'm gonna love him and hold him Uh like that song and they're dancing and it goes for the whole song and it's so fucking pleasant and pleasing to watch Mm. and then it goes into the story and i felt like not in like in the sense that i got similar vibes of being like ah it's a wedding movie like mm. with ghost ship but i was just like so enthralled yes. and so into the world of ghost ship immediately like it was so good and then i love that and then, and then it the, started and then the rest <laughs> of the movie happened ah <laughs> uh, very good <laughs> um what so immediately after that um i wrote ah the rock and roll savages salvages um yes because it's very jarring that that uh next scene yeah yeah it's tonally very different yeah which is helpful Mm. because you're like it's definitely not the same day that the murders (laughs) happened (laughs) good pickup good pickup yeah i'm very switched on um not many people could have told like could have sort of picked that one up, but <laughs> can't I, get that past can't you. Can't get past me. Can't trick me, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh man. Um, but I don't know. Like, are we gonna go through the movie, or are we going to go through? I've got so many like notes. I Take was so me on excited. this journey. I am excited. Waltz me through. Like you're the captain, okay. and I am a tiny ghost girl, also named Katie. Oh my. Um. <gasps> Just a little aside here. Uh, fun fact: If there's a dead ghost girl mm-hmm. in your story, there's actually an eighty percent chance that um, her name is Katie. No, uh, I don't know what it is about it, but I keep watching movies where there is a little sad ghost girl, often in a blue dress, mm. um, and her cool. name is Katie. Yeah. So, fun fact, Kays, I am actually a, also a little ghost girl. Well, I think I I was picking up on that because yeah. every time we speak, I ask how you are, and you're like, I'm dead inside. So yeah, I am not surprised. Yeah, every time I yawn, my mouth opens just like slightly yeah. more than is like it's normal. Creepy. Uh, okay, so next scene, we meet the crew of the Hell, Arctic yes. Wolf or Arctic something. It's yeah, called whatever. the Arctic Do you remember Rage. any of their names? Munda. Murphy, yep. Greer, Santos. <gasps> um, fuck! I don't know. I got so <laughs> close. There's like Keps or 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 Epps, Dodger. Epps. Epps, and then there's they call one of them Dodge. Yeah, got them all. I think so. Oh my god! Test me, me. That on was just... test me on the no, like on the names <laughs> of all of the, like Lord of the Rings characters, 
and test me on the names of all the fucking <laughs> ones from this movie. <laughs> it's your special category. Yeah, my, to my own. <laughs> it's very small. It's a very small list. I'm very good at. Um, so we meet them and I immediately, what I appreciated, this comes mm. back to my ongoing uh, argument that this film was a hot mess, was mm. I was like, they have um, a lot of sayings or a lot of rules <laughs> for their crew. Mm. Like, uh one of them was the captain's like, the sea gives you an opportunity, you take it. And then like the next two minutes was like, in our business, the only plan is there is no plan. <laughs> Which is like, I don't, I don't agree necessarily, sir. <laughs> it doesn't feel like a great way to run a, a business. No, but... because then like, especially if you're going to go to into business with a ghost ship. Yeah, but also like what happens around tax time? Because, oh my God. But the thing is, they don't respect tax time because the international mm. waters law is what's yours is mine. Finders keepers. <laughs> Losers, whippers. Keepers. Um, but yeah, like we got a sense of the crew and they were pretty meh, to be honest. <laughs> Truly, like yeah, they were pretty meh, right? Like my yeah my only note on the crew is that one of them played a character on Grey's Anatomy is that uh, Korea yes I will always find I think so I'm pretty um, sure Korea, Isaiah yeah. Washington uh the glasses guy yeah and he plays Dr. Burke on Grey's Anatomy mm. and I'm only bringing this up because I always love to talk about Grey's Anatomy but also <laughs> because in this he talks about like he's got a fiance waiting at home oh my god and spoilers for Grey's Anatomy season three guys so my apologies but at the end of season three of Grey's Anatomy I think it's season three that or season two sorry guys um <laughs> Dr. Burke leaves his fiance at the altar <gasps> and just like and leaves the show oh at that God. point and it's a whole dramatic thing and so when he's like oh, i've got a fiance waiting i was like dr burke how dare you oh my God. christina deserves better and also this is what you're doing dr you're burke in disguise surgeon like hmm. oh my god i have so much to talk about with greer slash dr burke all right yes yes i've got many later thoughts as well do you want to go there now absolutely we're on it we're on that Let's train in. we're on that right we're on that freight boat Great cargo boat. Yeah. Ship. Yeah, fuck yeah, we're down with the lingo. Um, yeah. So ahoy there. Ahoy there. Cast the mainsail. Star aboard. Uh, they'll be up on the crow's nest. Get out of me wing, your wench. <laughs> okay, so. Gria um, slash Dr. Burke. Yeah. Um, I... Have con- conflicting feelings about. I also do. So the yes. very beginning, we don't find out that he is first mate until the very <laughs> no. end. Yep. And I thought that being a first mate was supposed to mean something. No, not in this movie. Not in this because nobody listens to the first mate. Ever. Isn't it like hectic protocol that you have to listen to those above you when you're on a boat? That's and that's fucking wild to me that they don't do that. Like I'm I'm about rules, I'm about regulations because yeah. when they are good, mm. they help everybody. Absolutely. But these fuckers breaking all those not, rules. No wonder they don't. Boundaries, not respecting rules. No respect. Um Greer I felt was very switched on from the beginning because I yes. feel like as an audience member, when you're watching horror movies, there is always that part of you that is saying, don't go into that room, don't yep. do that, you will die. Um, 
And I feel like in the movie, you, there will always be one character who represents the audience saying, don't do that. Yes. Let's not do that. And so it's kind of, it's good because it's, it allows you to not be so distracted by what they shouldn't do. You can still Absolutely. just watch the movie. Greer was that. And I was like, great, you're switched on. I know you, whatever. Then <laughs> Greer <laughs> just turns into a fucking, he's, he just like gets drunk and then mm. goes through this whole sequence Mm. Of, like, having this romance with the Italian singer. Mm. And I quote, oh, my God. This made me scream. <laughs> Greer slash Dr. Burke said, you can't cheat on your fiancé if it's with a dead girl, right? <laughs> now, I have many questions about that. <laughs> what? Whoa. Is that? that is on so many levels so <clears throat> wrong. I think you've got some unpacking to do there, Greer, Dr. Burke. Uh, oh, my God. You can't cheat on your fiancé if it's with a dead girl. Mm, mm. Oh, my God. I just, like, on so many levels, <laughs> that's so – it's incorrect, right? I have a question. Yes. About Greer, but also about men in horror movies in general. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just want to know what's going through their mind. Mm-hmm. When they're in a really creepy environment mm-hmm. and they're walking around, they're often married, they're often, they like almost always have a partner. Yeah. Um, and they're just like walking around, they're like, oh, shit's definitely weird, things aren't right. And then they come across a very attractive woman from the past. Mm. And then she doesn't say much usually. Mm-hmm. And she just starts to generally undress and then be like, hey, tiger, but like with her body. Yeah, um, because no like, speaking, no speaking. No, 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 no. She no, is no. a sex object only, no, 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 obviously. No, 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 no speaking. Um, and then and then he tries to have sex with her, and I'm really upset that I've seen this happen in multiple movies. And mm-hmm. so I just I just wanted to like if you had any idea why why um, why because um, here's a thing. Mm. Most of the horror movies are actually based and set at sea, um, <laughs> which you probably don't realise. Um, and so what's happening is mm. that um, they're not... Men in particular um, are not getting enough of that land air. So they're absorbing and breathing in a lot of sea air, which actually changes... <laughs> their the blood in them and so they get taken over <laughs> by <laughs> sea sea fairies who are inside them and all of these sea fairies are very horny and they want to fuck everything all the time <laughs> oh great that clears it up that or here's another theory mm. potentially I mean, it's not a theory. It's more of a suggestion. What uh, directors could do instead is still mm. have that trope, but um, explore it a bit more and make it more of an unpacking of men's need to objectify females. I don't mm. know. Like, uh, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, it, because it is very jarring when you get somebody like Greer slash Dr. Yeah. Burke who seems quite mild-mannered. Lemon-headed, yeah. hat, smokes fucking cigars. Yeah. Which only the fanciest of lads do. 
And <laughs> and then like immediately when he's searching the place himself, he notices uh, the um, singer whose name I have forgotten. I don't remember um, the singer. Yeah, the singer. And then ghost he goes, lady. oh, hello, ghost lady, ghost singer lady. And then his torch comes down and he, to himself, says, nice titties. <laughs> I had a question on this as well. Do you think they were nice titties? Like I... en- Enough for a comment to yourself? The thing is, okay, so this is two separate questions. This is two separate things for me. So okay. the idea of like, Nice titties. I mean, people have their own idea of what a nice titty is. That's very true. You know what I mean? Like, because titties come in all shapes and forms and sizes and they're fucking, they're mint. You know what I mean? To me, they're beautiful because like, uh, (laughs) they're they're funny because I think like for me, the best combination is something that's funny and that's something that's, uh, that can do something. (laughs) Something that has a job practical, and something that's funny. It's practical. It's practical and it's funny. Those are my two top priorities in anything. Um, <laughs> there's that. So I'm like, okay, whatever your opinion is. And then on the other side is, when do people ever talk to themselves out loud like that and say nice titties? I never, especially when they're looking at somebody's body or looking at a photograph and they're alone. I have never said Oh, what lovely eyes you have. <laughs> I don't know who it's for, Gria. Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? And then, just to confirm that he's married, he goes, oh, but they ain't nothing on Miss, future Mrs. Gria. <laughs> Let's not compare women's bodies, Gria. Let's not do, do it. we need to be and, doing that? But if you were, they looked about the same shape and size because we saw they're probably <laughs> quite equivalent. <laughs> like, probably not that different. Probably not that different. If like we were to compare, but we're not if going we, to. If we were, we're not going to. But if we did, but yeah, it's it's um, it does seem to be like this. They they go to their base level, mm. boring bullshit of like sexualizing women. I think what the what usually happens though is they die because yeah. of it. Which I I don't know. Like, is that if we read into that, is that them like being punished for for that? You know what I mean? I, I think don't know. like I think technically, but I think it's a case of like having your cake and eating it too. And getting yeah, it's it's like, totally they're like, getting like he away. gets punished, but also let's but look at this hot yeah, woman's like, titties. Yeah, it's it is that's so true because it's sort of like <laughs> you you still did it, so it's it's that thing of sometimes do do now and apologize later or like ask for forgiveness, mm. don't ask for permission, and it's like that. That kind of shouldn't be happening with with situations like that. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like boring and, and it's like it could be made so much more interesting. Or at least do it at least once. Swap the genders. Exactly. Just once. Just give me a girl time. walking around, walking around and then just being like. <laughs> and a man sack. like flopping his nipple and then, out. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh my he's God. just like provocatively posing in an elevator shaft. Be stunning. While she leans in to touch his shaft and then falls into the shaft oh! and then gets shafted out of Hi-oh! the movie. Um, I need to stop. What's next? Uh, what's next? So we've spoken <laughs> about Greer. I want to talk about some of the other characters. Yes. Um, so we had Munda, who was, I wrote, I was like, oh, my God, dude from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Which he is. He's like yeah, a Carl cousin. Urban. Yeah. yeah. Carl. Carl 
Urban, which is like the most Australian fucking name I've ever heard in my goddamn life. I thought he was New Zealander. Well, I take that back. (laughs) (laughs) I don't actually know. He might. Who fucking knows? Either way, he's from this way. He's kind of one of us. He's yonder. Um, so Carl Urban is in it and I just had a question to ask about Carl Urban. Yes. yes. Is he chewing gum whilst also smoking a cigarette? Do yes. you remember seeing that scene? <laughs> I'm going to ask everybody to go to, uh, if, when and if you watch this, you must go to, uh, the 21 minute mark, 23 seconds. And I want you to answer this question for me. Is he simultaneously chewing gum and fucking smoking a cigarette? Cause I don't. I don't get it, and it infuriates me. <laughs> I'm going to need everyone to send us an email. Uh, actually, I loved it at gmail.com with an answer to that question. Um, this is what, like, movies that are hot messes do sometimes because it allows you to focus wholeheartedly on a single moment in the movie <laughs> for 10 minutes and you haven't missed anything. That's what no. I did with this moment with Munda. Yeah. And I was like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> don't do that, Munda. <laughs> I was very annoyed. What do you have to say about Munda? <laughs> um, I didn't notice that particular bit. Um, How dare you? I, 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 he was there. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got very excited by the fact that I recognised him. Yes. Because yes. you, you had said that there were some Australian actors and I was going to yeah. be like, oh, okay, they're going to be randos. But there was him and then there was and Santos. Emily Browning. Who's Emily Browning? <laughs> She's the ghost girl. She's the little girl? Okay. She's I fucking Aussie. thought so. I thought so, but Violet I've Baudelaire. obviously... I've only... Let me it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is why, because like 2002 version, I was like, mm. oh, this little gal looks so similar. But it's a... <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, what an angelic face. I know. What a little cherub. Oh, my God. An, an absolute cherub. But then there was also... Okay, so there's um, Violet Beauregard, Belle DeVore. <laughs> and then... <laughs> and then... <laughs> I said, <laughs> I'm only good with two lists of names. It's the names of like the crew, the Salvager crew and Lord of the Rings. Nobody That's else. It, nothing else. Um, but then there was Santos who mm. is in Heartbreak High and the slap. Oh, really? Like, yeah, he's in I Heartbreak High. I didn't know High. that. Oh, oh my God, he's so cute in it. Aww. He's so, if you watch Heartbreak High, I think it's on like either Netflix or Stan. Amazing. He is so earnest and sincere and so young and it's oh, cute. very cute. Yeah. Um, but it was really, uh, it was a real thrill to recognize mm. those actors rather than them just being kind of either actors in the background or mm. people who I kind of didn't know and haven't been in other films. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That that totally. was very nice. Was there anyone in the cr- else in the crew that you wanted to discuss as an individual? Um, I don't know because I think they basically fell into. Uh, the kind of stereotypes of a crew. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they were kind of the basic, um, the the captain who was, you know, the, the grizzled thing here. And then there was like the one female who like had to be one of the boys. <laughs> the one female. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very odd. And then there was like the two fucking dopes who, <laughs> oh my God, actually, <laughs> those dopes when they were eating mm. food was so oh, funny to me that was so good when they were eating food they're like oh it's actually quite good <laughs> i was like oh my god <laughs> who like, ah, it's been they on the ship for like a hundand years like, dis- no. disgusting 
They um they were very that was a really strange. I felt like that scene didn't like all that the mood of mm. that scene when it started out didn't suit the horror at all. No. My favorite thing about that scene as well is like when there is the reveal that the food they're eating is actually maggots. Mm. Um, that one of them like opens their mouth to spit it out and you can clearly see that it's just saffron rice. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's the one effect that uh, old mate didn't really like. (laughs) I know saffron rice when I see saffron rice. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. He was like, that's the one. That's the one. That's it. I found like... That kind of reminds me, all of these horror gags and tropes, they <laughs> had a lot of them. Like, mm-hmm. there wasn't a theme of horror. It was legit. No. Like, you had fucking ghosts. You had um, weird haunted house type vibes. Mm-hmm. You had disgusting you had food. Slashing. You, you had slashing. Yeah. You had meat hooks. And that is never mm. a good fucking sign. As soon as there is a meat hook inside, nah. you know bad shit's going to happen. Right? Is that just like, yeah. is that a rule? No, that's like a universe. No, that's universal. Yeah. If there is a fridge that is full of like hanging meat, mm. like even if that's not the place where anything bad's going to happen, you just know that, that something awful is going to happen. That's like right. a, yeah, like a pretty solid thing. I feel like the deaths, while awful and very random, yeah. there were a few that I thought were like quite creative. Okay, and let's I, talk through, I let's talk through bo- deaths. Well, I think obviously the opening scene. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the opening scene. Obviously. But I think my next, my next favorite death um, is Murph, and mm-hmm. I like the delivery of that death. So, for those of you who haven't seen it, I don't know why you haven't paused and gone and watched the movie, but whatevs, it's fine. Remember, start at um, twenty-one minutes and <laughs> twenty-three seconds, and then pause and, and then, then email us and then and go then... back. <laughs> Because um, in the movie, you've got Murph and he he's discovered the secret, right? But he's mm. ranting and raving, he's seeing things and everyone freaks out. And so they lock him in um, one of the aquariums oh my as like a containment thing. And you're, initially, you're like, oh gosh, okay. But he's like the captain. He's basically the main character. He's Gabriel, goddamn burn. You're like, <laughs> he's, he's going to be important, right? Yeah. And so then you're following everyone else and like you haven't really checked back with him. And then Epps discovers the secret, um, you know, that it's a, a ship mandated by, a, like, a demon character trying to collect damned souls to ferry to hell. Um, and then she finds out the truth. Uh. And she, like, runs back to try and tell Murph because she's like, oh, shit, like, he knows something. Mm. And then they just reveal his floating dead body because they filled the aquarium with water. Yeah. And I just, like, I really like that there was no, the tank's filling up. Like, we didn't have to watch him drown. It was just, it's like, like it's too late. Yeah. Like, he's gone. Yeah, totally. And it was eerie and it was sea-themed and there was mm. an aquarium, so I was obviously on board. Very happy with that. I um, thought what this movie did very well was it, it didn't really align us with somebody to be the hero Except yes. for probably Epps, like yeah, most likely, yeah, you know that they're gonna survive. But I truly was like, everybody's gonna die, or either everybody's <laughs> gonna survive. You know, I didn't actually know who was gonna come out of this alive, mm. which was a really interesting thing, um, and confusing. <laughs> Very confusing. But like, I when you're trying to pay attention, yeah. Yeah, you're like, what yeah. is happening? Who is? Well, going? I always try and I'm, figure out that really early kind of reminds. Who's- who's going to live and who's going to die. Like, that's one of my favourite things is to be like, okay, who's the first one to die? Who's going to live? And this was um, a roller coaster. Uh, When, uh, what was I saying? You were sort of talking about 
like the reveal who the evil character was. Yeah. Um, which I laughed out loud. Incredible. It was so funny to me. I Ugh. don't know why, but I just, I honestly did not expect a demon like salvager to be <laughs> in this movie. I didn't e- not- expect it to be supernatural in that sense. Mm. And mm. I didn't know that they would... Uh, be like branding on the hand was a thing (laughs) and it's very funny to me because this movie is an hour and a half or whatever Mm. we found out at like the hour four minute mark that like he was like wants to take everybody away and it was like what are you talking about (laughs) where was the setup (laughs) and i love it wasn't there it wasn't there but i also love movies as well where you watch um, characters figure it out, but it's simultaneously, it's like the director is letting the audience know as well because the character's <laughs> oh, like, yeah. oh, flashback to this moment. <gasps> Evil, flashback to that. And then you're like, oh, I sort of see how it makes sense. You're like, okay. And then it pans down to a piece of paper that says, he is a demon. Yeah. He is ferrying the sun. Remember that time you caught him whispering to the Dark Lord? <laughs> My favourite part is in the reveal of, yeah. he, of the guy is that they just cast the most generic looking white man I've ever seen in my the best. life. So much so that I, I remembered the twist earlier than it happening. But oh, okay. as, it, as it was occurring, I didn't really recognise the past version of him oh my god as the modern version of him i just don't think right. the styling and he looks so generic yeah and I'm like how many people have watched this movie and like, just been like oh it's a different guy it doesn't make what? sense oh my god that would happen so fucking much <laughs> so so much i write i wonder how many notes they got on that being like we can't tell and they're like fuck it we don't have any more money in the budget. <laughs> I look away. I don't. I have face blindness for this one man. I look I, away from him. I don't remember what he looks like. It's like when it's like when you like smell so many smells that they're all smelling the same. He is yeah. that. <laughs> He's a human embodiment Just of that. Boiled into a man. How did you feel? I was about to say, how did you feel about the techno in the flashback? But obviously, I'm incorrect. The rock was hip hop. The hip hop in the flashback sequence. Oh, Katie, it's we're we're getting ahead of ourselves. But hello, Diamond. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> my absolute diamond. I had to uh, rewind. I watched that sequence or the start of the sequence multiple times because I found it so fucking funny. Incredible. It was very entertaining. I didn't expect it. I I was like, what are you? What are they doing? It doesn't make sense. Like. This the little girl's like, really I need to techno. show you something. And then I was like, <gasps> like, it was so good. Oh, I was what popping. A montage. I was popping and locking. And then the montage was also fucking sick, but it felt like it uh, did not belong to this movie. No. That's what solidified this movie to be a hot mess for me because mm. it was like, like this movie could stand alone as ghost ship and there could be ghosts on it and it could be haunted and scary things happen but they had to be like it doesn't make sense yet so we need to have a like an arc of like this evil villain who has been there the whole time and there's like people poisoning like the food people getting shot like how did they get their guns who were those people how did they get their guns on there mm. Why does the gold matter? Why? Okay. 
Can you actually, okay. my last <clears throat> note is, why does the gold matter? Because Epps sees it at the end when she's in the ambulance and she sees gold being put back on. Is that because like back people have to ship. sin? So here's my, here's my vibe. Okay. My vibe is that he is an evil demon fairyman collecting souls for hell. I think we're across that. That's yep. fine. Sure, movie. Okay. Um, <laughs> my read is that he uses the gold to lure people into sinning in order to trap their souls. Okay. So I think I think the situation is like he is like attached to the gold or like has cursed the gold or something. Um, and then he uses it to incentivize, in this case, the crew of the ship to mm-hmm. murder everyone trapped on the ship and then murder each other out of greed. And then they've all sinned and then he grabs those souls. But then I think because they're trapped on the ship, he also gets the souls of the innocent people that were killed. He just can't control them. I, I don't think it makes sense. But That's it's a different fine. story. That's a different story. Call it Ghost Ship and Demon Boy. I know. You I know what I mean? That. I watched that limited series on Netflix. It sounds like Shark Boy and Lava Girl. <laughs> Ghost Ship and Demon Boy. Ghost Ship and Demon Boy. Two fucking partners in crime. <laughs> Me looks and wire bits galore. <laughs> it's, it totally I mean, doesn't make any sense. And I don't feel better that you explained it to me. Like usually when shouldn't. things are explained, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> But legit, I'm just like, I reject that. (laughs) I completely reject that. You do keep saying it's a hot mess, but Mm. I am assuming that that that's in a positive way. I just want to clarify. Oh, I mean, I describe myself as a hot mess most times. (laughs) And hey, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? I can't say that sentence fully, otherwise I'll get sued. (laughs) Yeah, no, you definitely have to mumble. (laughs) yeah, so hot mess in the best in the best way, of course. Um, I have one more thing to talk about before yes. we want to like move on to the diamonds. Hit me. Um, I was a teeny weeny upset with the fact that they had uh, lighting as if they were underwater. <laughs> <laughs> that did not make sense to me, <laughs> and I was very confused. <laughs> Did they think, oh, my God, this is so pretty and it'll make people, like, understand that they're on a boat. It's like, we get that they're on a fucking boat. Now I'm like, are they underwater? What's happening? (laughs) Oh, he said the same thing. He's like, where's the water that's, like, all of that water reflection? Where is it? What is happening? And it wasn't, you know what? Mm. The water was the true ghost all along. Oh, my God. That's what it is. It was ghost reflections. Ghost water! Oh my god. Oh that's my what god. I'm gonna call. That's what I'm gonna call like uh when I finish beg my pardon, when I finish like a bottle of uh Coke Zero <laughs> or like or I finish my glass and be like oh, ghost water. <laughs> I'm gonna be so spooked by every empty bottle and can. <laughs> um do you have another diamond? Or um, did you just have the one excellent one that I made you talk about earlier? Oh my god, that fucking hip hop sequence. I just recommend everybody to watch that. It was so fucking good. <laughs> so funny. I want to see if I've got any more diamonds. Um, bear with. Stick to the plan. Greer, oh my fucking. Oh my God. The, my note was, oh my fucking God, hip hop flashback. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, laughed 
it was, I wrote, it was singing lady all along. And then, because it felt like there were so many reveals of being like, ah, it was the crew all along. Yeah. It was singing lady. It was that guy. <laughs> um, uh, one other thing, one other <laughs> diamond that I had was, when when it turns out like we find out that the demon like he's the demon and he's evil i don't know if you notice this but like his mouth got really small <laughs> his mouth gets super small and he's like <laughs> and it made me laugh so much because i was like is that like you know when like an evil character is revealed like you can see a change in their eyes and their face and their mm. posture his was specifically like his mouth zone and mouth I found shrinks. that very yeah he got the small mouth he's a small mouth demon boy I love that um that's canon it's canon um absolutely oh, my my diamond was much smaller yeah um, smaller than the small was- mouth Smaller than the small mouth. Um, and it was the one, like, pretty on the nose Titanic reference. Oh, my God. Where they're all sitting on the boat. And the demon boy, who now I understand he's never seen Titanic. He's been mm. trapped on a boat for mm. 60 years or whatever it was. Mm. Um, he's not seen Titanic. He doesn't know the phenomenon. Whatevs. <laughs> but he's like, how does a boat run aground? And he's like, is it icebergs? <laughs> And then they all just like give him a dirty look and they're like, ah, oh, oh, this dude. He doesn't know what's up. He doesn't oh. realize that this is a horror, not a robot. We're not dead to honey. Fucking idiot. And so that was, my, that was my little diamond. I mean, not so small. No. If you catch Ice, my drift. Iceberg, uh, <laughs> iceberg sized, if you will. Iceberg lettuce. Uh, <laughs> That we, we mentioned lettuce before we actually Bring started the full podcast. Circle. So now I have to include that in, in the podcast. I'll put it in at the end, whatever. Oh my God, what a yeah, stunning, you know stunning a show. Thank you so much, Kim, for recommending this movie, honestly. Yes, a true you. A true delight and treat. It was so fucking good. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to, I want to write, because there was a lot of my notes that said, don't do this, don't do that. And I feel like... I want to, like, write, like, Kayla's rules at sea. <laughs> I think that's excellent. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'll send, yeah. it, I'll send it through for your proofreading because a lot of it has swear words and maybe we can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I <laughs> Let's uh, let this ship sail and yes. uh, begin a new voyage. <laughs> Ooh! I'm really excited. I'm keen. Do you have a clue for me? Yes. Do you have an interpretive It's a dumb word clue. I love a dumb word clue. All right. So, Katie Nellicott, I am so excited for this because I haven't seen it since I was a young boy and I haven't thought of it since I was a young boy. Is a dangerous combination. I don't, I have no idea what we're going to expect, like what to expect. Okay. So, here is your clue. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay, ye old jails and big winged lizards. Something in dragons? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is it Dungeons and Dragons? Yes. There du- There's a Dungeons and Dragons movie. <laughs> I didn't know that. I used to watch it all the time and I did not link it to D&D. And like <laughs> all of the Dungeons and Dragons podcasts that I listen to and love, I did not link it. <laughs> I watched it. Oh, my God, Katie. It's a 2000 film. And it's, I'm going to say it now, so good. 
<laughs> I don't know record, how. I don't so know, good. I don't know how future Kayla is gonna feel. <laughs> <laughs> is anyone is anyone of note in it? Uh, Marlon Wayans and oh, the wow. dude Marlon Wayans. It's Wayans, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then the dude who is the uh, who sings "Let's Do the Time Warp Again," who wrote uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. That dude's in it, so you would recognize his face. Oh, he he's he's the one you know the the one in the movie where he's like he's got the bald spot, the long stringy hair, and he's like a jump to the left, like he's in it. Oh, yeah. And there's another there's a there's a few people, but it's okay. Yeah, it's. I'm really as a as a fan of um D and D and a bunch of D and D podcasts. Um, I can only assume that this film from 2000 is going to be just as good. Just as good, if not better. <laughs> good fucking luck to everybody. I'm so scared. The last time I said I loved it on the record before we actually watched it, I broke inside. So here we go. Yeah. Um, yep. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening <laughs> to this episode. I hope y'all had as much fun as I did. And did you have fun, Katie? I had a great time. I feel, I feel, I was about to say I feel adrift at sea, but like in a good way. Yeah. It feels like a boat party. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Truly, it's the only boat party I want to go on because I. Literally, because I'm also not on the water. Yeah. I I (laughs) forgot to tell you, I fucking hate um, movies that are set uh, (laughs) out in sea. Like it terrifies me. Open water and like. Getting mm. lost at sea just brings me so much dread. That's um, dangerous information so, you've just provided. So, oh, there. fuck, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Andy who's it? Uh, thank you so much for listening to Actually I Loved It. Um, if you want to follow us on the socials, you can find us on Instagram at Actually I Loved It. Uh, we're on Twitter at Ailipod, that's A I L I Pod. Uh, and please send us an email with those responses that I, I with those challenges, um, actually, mm. about the, um, the Munda, the Munda scenario mm. with the chewing gum. It's important and, information. Uh, I need to know everyone's opinions. Yeah. yeah. We, we all need to know. Um, so that's actually, I'd loved it at gmail.com. Um, reviews really help us. So if you could chuck us a, a cheeky review. Um, that would be marvellous and as always a huge thank you to Imogen Siegler uh, who did our music you can find them on Spotify and Bandcamp um, I think that's all how do pirates say goodbye yeehaw <laughs> yeah exactly yeehaw yeehaw Like a like a three Every day time. old lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> That's the freshness. Of, yeah. Look, just take the beetle out of there. It's fine. It's just been having a good time. Give it a wash. Give it a scrub. If it falls it apart in your rinse. hands, it's fine. It's shredded. It's supposed to be the consistency of wet paper towel, right? <laughs>